Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode two, season two. This episode, we finally have mom, or my mom, I can't say mom. My mom. My second mom. Yeah. <laughs> my mom here to do her es- episode, not esopode, <laughs> episode over choice and kind of just talk about her testimony, why she chose that, little life stories, all that. So, I guess... You can say, hey. <laughs> Hi, I'm mom. Uh, I'm Katie, Carly's mom. Um, and I wanted to be a part of their podcast and talk about choice. Yeah, so you can talk about like why you chose that word and kind of what it means to you and all that. Because we always ask whoever's like kind of joining us on our podcast what like a word that's helped them in their faith or kind of like grow in their faith. So like with Amber... Hers was worry. Yeah. Um, Lindsay was overcome. And so now mom chose choice. Yeah. And choice, mine um, also has a little bit to do with Lindsay's and the car accident. Because um, even though it was uh, detrimental, um, I ended up having to have neck surgery. And I missed seven weeks of work. And, um, you know, I still have issues with my neck and, you know, that kind of thing. So... Um, but as bad as the wreck was and as horrible as the, the car was destroyed, I chose to believe that God was there with me as much as that was a horrible wreck. But because of the fact that Carly and Emma were not with me, they chose to go home um, with their dad that day. And so they weren't in the car and the side of the car that got hit was the side they would have been on and their seats were crushed Um, and they probably would have been severely injured if not killed. So, um, I just choose to believe that God was with me in that car accident instead of just thinking, oh, you know, it's horrible. Why did God, yeah. Why did God let me be in a car accident? I'm choosing to say he was with me, you know, during that car accident. Um, and even every day in life, you know, I have to, like, (laughs) it was funny. I was telling, uh, Lindsay, The other day, I was going to a doctor's appointment, and I made a wrong turn and had to go all the way around and weave around this long way. And when I got back onto the road that I was supposed to have been on, I looked to my left so I could make a right-hand turn, and there was a horrible car accident to my Mm -hmm. left. And I was like, okay, God either saved me from being in the car accident or from getting stuck in traffic and being late to my doctor's appointment by having me make that wrong turn. Exactly. Right. That's like kind of like when we were coming home from Savannah. Like two days ago. Yeah. We always stop stop at this Duncan and we stayed there for like 15 minutes. And when we got like down the road, it was still like an hour, but still, if we were like 15 minutes ahead, like didn't stop, we would have been in a car accident. It was, it was kind of bad. Because when we were coming back, we were, like, driving, and a co- we saw all these cops were passing us. And then when we finally made it up the road some, a car, I guess, had not stopped at this stop sign and hit another car. And there was, like, three cars in this one collision. Yeah. And we were, like, you know, I, was, I like, said to Laurel, I was, like, it was, like, ten minutes after yeah. we passed that. I was, like, you know, if we didn't stop at Duncan, we probably would have been in that. That's just kind of crazy. It's like crazy. The timing of everything. Right? Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's one of those things that you have to make a conscious effort every, right. like, every day to you just have see to know. God no, in your life. There's right. like no such thing as coincidences. Yeah. And, you know, you have to choose to believe. You have to choose to spend time with God and, mm-hmm. and have that quiet time every day. 
Um, our pastor this Sunday said, um, when you choose one thing, you're saying no to something else. Yeah. You know, he said, you know, so if you choose to watch that Netflix series, you're saying no to that quiet time with God. Right. He yeah. said, you know, a lot of people say, I don't have time. He said, it's not that you don't have time. It's that you're not spending your time to serve God necessarily. Right. And, like, another thing that comes with that is, like, you can't just sit and, like, read. You have to choose to apply it to your life. Like, that's another big thing. I was reading James last night, and I saw this, like, one thing that was in it, and I kind of stood out to me because I knew we were going to be doing this episode the next day. And it was talking about how – I'll just read it. It says, it's James 1, and it starts on verse 22, and it says, Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. And then it's, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. And I'm like, that's kind of like a good way to put it. Like if we're just sitting and like reading what it says, but not applying it to our life, it's like forgetting everything we just read. Cause that's the purpose of it is to like, see how we should be living our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I looked up the um, definition of choice um, just in like the regular dictionary and it says it's an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. And that kind of goes with what the pastor was saying. If you choose one thing, you're saying no to something else. Um, And in the Bible, the word choose or chosen is used to decide or select or to be selected for a sovereign purpose. Yeah. Um, And that kind of goes with what we're saying also. You have to like choose to let him lead your life and work in your life because if not then I mean you're not you have to have an open door and open hands right because he's not going to want to I don't know how to explain it but it's like the last podcast say yes yeah you have Be to say available. yes yeah um in Matthew seven thirteen, it says enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life and only a few find it. And that's, yeah. you know, again, choosing to not follow the culture and it's choosing a- to not become worldly, but to become godly. Yeah, right. you have to go against the grain, which is, it's kind of hard in today's world, I feel like, because people see that as being weird or like, yeah. I don't know, everyone just kind of, in today's world, it's weird because everyone wants to be different, yet everyone still is doing the same things or living the same worldly life and so I don't know I think it's kind of crazy in today's world to have to do that but well it's harder for y'all yeah you know because you're faced with you know the younger social generation media. and social media it, a big and, part of it is social media right yeah yes. I didn't have that pressure growing up you know and for me as an adult now it's it's not weird for me to be a Christian and to you know to yeah. follow God and that kind of right. stuff people don't look at it as as weirdly as they do for kids because they expect y'all to be more oh, in the cultural worldly like parties. Yeah. Especially with college. That. Yeah. Like that's a big thing is no one expects everyone you go off to college like, okay, everyone's gonna go drink. Or a lot of party. them will say they're like Christians but then they'll still drink and which I'm not judging them. Right. Because everyone has mm-hmm. their yeah, things everyone, they fall through. Right. Right. Um yeah, I had a roommate in college who was very religious and um you know it was it was a little bit hard on her sometimes because 
you know, people kind of would judge her as being, like, being a snooty, you yeah, know, goody two-shoes kind of. Right. They're all going out drinking, hey, you want to come with us? And no, I'm okay, I don't drink. And everyone's but, like, okay, well, now you're just attacking me. Because it's hard to say, like, oh, well, I'm a Christian, so I don't, I don't choose to drink or something like that. And they're like, oh, well, then, okay, that means you're judging us for doing it. Like, right. no, like, you have to make sure that. Right. I feel like that's yeah. Right. Yeah, um, and she was awesome. I mean, I, you know, I loved living with her, and I learned so much from her. Yeah, that's good. And to go off of that, do you have any, like, life stories, like, slash your testimony or whatever? Yeah, I grew up, um, my family, I have my mom and my dad. They're still married. They've been married, let's see, 49 years. The wow. best, so, the best grandparents. Yeah, yeah yes. they're awesome. Um, old Jane and Walt. And <laughs> then I have my brother, Michael. He is 58. <laughs> and um, he has cerebral palsy. And he lives at home. He's completely dependent on his family. Um, so I grew up helping take care of him. And I think that helped um, teach me a little bit about being selfless, you know, growing up a lot. We didn't get to go on vacations like a lot of people did because we couldn't fly because we had to take him. He's in a wheelchair. So everywhere we went, we had to go in the van. Um, And so growing up Catholic, I was baptized as a baby. And then um, you go through confirmation in eighth grade. And so I kind of grew up always knowing Jesus and never really felt through high school. I would go to the Baptist church youth group on Wednesday nights. Um, And, you know, people would always talk about being saved. And I never really felt like I was saved because Mm -hmm. I just always felt like I had Jesus in my heart from the whole time I was growing up. Just because we went to church and my mom and dad always had Jesus as part of our lives, you know. Um, And then in college, you know, I swerved on and off the path, I think, a few times. And um, then, uh, after college worked and then got married and had the girls. And I think, you know, I know when I had my children, it strengthened my faith a lot because you're scared to death, you know, through pregnancies and oh my gosh, are they breathing? And you know, that kind of stuff. And so you just, I prayed constantly over the girls um, as they were growing up. And then, you know, we would go to church and I was a part of the children's ministry. Um, and I always felt like it was important for them to be there and for us to be a part of that. And of course, you know, Lorelai, we would drag you along to vacation Bible schools with us. We talk about that all the time. (laughs) Yes. Um, you know, and I think it's just different times throughout my life, throughout my marriage, you know, after I got divorced, um, you know, there would be times that I was upset with God, that I was frustrated. I didn't understand, you know, I, I hated the fact that I was having to get divorced to, for the kids sake, you know, right. I didn't want them to have to go through that because I had my parents, they were still together. I wanted them to have that same life, but um, you know, we all, we all are better where we are now. And, yeah. If you um, kind of look at it, it's like, we've all learned things through that. Yeah. And, yeah. and their, you know, their dad and I have a really good relationship and get along really well. Mm-hmm. So it's been very easy to kind of, um, help not have it be hard for the girls. Right. As Talk- much as possible. Sorry. Talking about that, that kind of reminded me of a nut, like the same James one, but it reminded me of the different part of it. It's right at the beginning. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith 
produces perseverance. Let it let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Kind of like talking about like it's joy when you face trials because it like proves your how strong your faith is and mm-hmm. kind of tests your faith, which from there like I feel like a lot of the times when you have these trials or like tribulations and these things that happen in the end it just helps your faith grow stronger and your bond go stronger. Like, I mean, even with, like, I feel like in relationships, not that I'm an expert on that, when you have arguments with people that always, in the end, it helps you all learn things, and then you're even closer from those arguments or, like, problems, even in friendships, too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like that. Well, and a lot of it, too, is learning to forgive others, mm-hmm. learning to forgive yourself, you know, choosing to believe that God has forgiven you for that as well. And that it's a clear, you've got a clean slate, you know, once God forgives you, it, it's done. Um, you know, you have to repent and try really hard not to do it again for, you know, forgiveness and stuff. But, um, you know, I just think a lot of my faith and a lot of my testimony is just, I really do. I mean, my girls know, you know, if I'm upset and there's a storm, then, Jesus jam is flowing and <laughs> in the bathroom. And I'm usually say, I'm sitting on my bathroom floor crying and just praying to God to help me and get me through it. Cause we'll always Jeremy Camp the storm, praise you in the storm. Yes. All my songs are going, you know. Um, but it is. It's it's I just I sit on my bathroom floor and I write in my journal and I cry and I pray and I sing and we'll always come downstairs and see on like blast like in our bathroom. <laughs> They're like, oh no we're mom. like okay we won't talk to her right now. Mom's crying again. <laughs> but it's just you know it's it's hard. It's life. And, um, you just have to choose to believe that God's going to pull you through it and yeah. that you'll be fine at the end and that everything will be better. You know, this is everything when life's hard and you know, you're having a hard time. That's you're growing. That's a yeah. growth period. And, um, you know, in your job, in your life, in your faith, everything. That's like my tattoo. It says no rain, no flowers. Like mm-hmm. you can't, have the beauty of this world and the growth in this world without having some little rain moments where you mm-hmm. go have like these ugly days and these right ugly everything's moments. perfect you can't have a perfect life right right and that kind of brings back to this one thing i saw i can't tell you how long ago but it was saying to make your mess a message and i was like that's kind of a good way to put it and that's kind of what everyone's testimony is is just talking about your mess that has turned into your message and even like god like jesus's life here on earth his mess was his message. Like, he had these, me- or his, he wasn't really a mess, but the world was a mess. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turned into his message. And I think that's a good way to put it is like, because we're not going to have a perfect life. The only way, what you can do with your mess is make it a way to teach others and to show others Jesus's like faith and forgiveness. And so I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's actually really good. I, I love, love that. It. Yeah. I'm going to write that too. down. Yeah. yeah. I love that's that. Amazing. Yeah. I wrote it down forever ago and now I just love it. Yeah, I love that. Well, do you want to talk about your favorite verse slash song? Because we always have a song for our podcast episodes, and we always talk about a verse for the episode. Yes. Um, my favorite verse, and of course, you know, I've got the sweatshirt, and I listen to the song constantly, <laughs> is Second Chronicles 2015. It says, Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And um, down in the, like... the living translation part of it it talks about it says we may not fight an enemy army but every day we battle temptation pressure and rulers of this dark world who want us to rebel against god 
It says, as believers, we have God's spirit in us. And if we ask God for God's help when we face struggles, God will fight for us and God always triumphs. And it talks about how to let God fight for us. We have to realize that the battle's not ours, but God's. Um, recognize that we have human limitations and to let God's strength work through our fears and our weakness. Um, to make sure we are pursuing God's interests and not our own selfish desires and by asking for God's help in our daily battles. Um, and that, you know, that goes with my favorite song. It's called Battle Belongs. It's by Phil Wickham. Um, absolutely fantastic song. But that's that's just one of my things every day I tell myself is the battle is not mine. You know, it's it's not me. It's God. Katie doesn't judge others. God judges, you know, people, not mm-hmm. Katie. Um, and you know, other people's sins are not my sins and I can't try to fight it for them. You know, that's their battle. Right. Um, my struggles are my battle and, um, you know, I just, I pray through it. Everything. I just, I pray, <laughs> I, no, pray I pray, do. I pray, I pray, I yes. pray. I am a hot mess and I pray. <laughs> Love her though. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> But kind of like going off of that, talking about how you were saying the whole like temptation and how to choose to let God handle your temptations or like your, you get what I'm saying from there. But I wrote down also, you can't choose your temptation, but you can choose your response. I heard it from somewhere, but I can't remember exactly. But like, I feel like that's so good because it's like, we can't choose what sin's going to kind of creep up on us or what's going to try and drag us under, but we can choose how we're going to respond to that. If we're going to turn our other cheek, if we're going to maybe fall even deeper in that sin and do something we shouldn't do, or if we're going to give it to God and choose to give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good way to think about it. Most definitely. And it's so true too. Mm-hmm. And I think even choosing, you know, I just, I thought of a situation where, um, you know, in my professional life where I I chose to react negatively towards the situation. Um, and, you know, after thinking about it, I mean, it was four months of thinking about it and deciding, you know, to finally go back and apologize for that and to say I'm sorry. And, and that's hard to do, you know, to go back and say, hey, I'm sorry. I was wrong in what I did and I apologize. Um you know, and it and it's hard, especially when it's, you know, in a professional setting and you're having to do something like that. Right. But I I think that's part of choosing um choosing good, choosing God and 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 I'm much happier on the days that I choose God, that's for right. sure. <laughs> My day exactly. goes much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree with you on that. And I know you mentioned your favorite song being Battle Belongs. What is your favorite, like, not verse, oh my gosh, lyric? Um, My favorite part of the song, I guess, would be um, when he's talking about nothing's impossible for Jesus. And he says, when all I see are the ashes, you see the beauty. And when all I see is a cross, you see the empty tomb. And, um, you know, that's just choosing to believe that even though we see the storm or the ugliness in our lives, God sees the full picture in the end. You know, we see ashes, he sees beauty. You know, we saw Jesus dying on a cross, but he knew that he was going to rise again from that tomb. Right. Um, And that we just have to choose to believe that, you know, that God has the plan in line and, and it's, it's a good plan for us that he wants goodness in our lives and he wants us to be happy. 
Right. That's like in John when I was reading, I just finished it, but I was reading when he's talking to his disciples, explaining how he's going to be gone for a while, how he's going to go die on this cross and it's going to bring great sadness to them and they're going to mourn his loss, but it's going to result in him being good, it being good. And they're like, well, I don't understand. Like, how can that be good? You're saying you're going to die this awful death and how we're all going to experience so much hate, but how is this good? Like, and then he talks about how like, don't worry, like the world hated, the world's going to hate you, but it hated me first and all this stuff. But in the end, it like results in eternal glory, like eternal life. So I think that's the best way to think about it. And I also saw another like picture one time. It was on like Facebook or something like that, but it was like showing a picture and it's like this little guy, it's like a little cartoon man. And it's like a rock hitting the back of his head. And he's like, ow, like, why would this happen to me? And then it, like, goes to another clip, and it's, like, the bigger picture, and it's God standing there blocking all these boulders, but on accident, and it's God saying, oops, I missed one, because all these rocks hitting him, but on accident, one, like, this tiny little pebble fell and hit him on the back of his head, and I'll th- it's kind of hard to explain, I'll have to, like, share it on our Instagram story mm-hmm. or something, but it kind of just represents how, like, sometimes we're seeing this, like, tiny little instant in our life that we think is so negative, but in the bigger picture, like, God's doing as much as he can, and he's protecting us as... I mean, he is protecting us so much bigger than what we think. Well, and I was just thinking too, you know, talking about choice and y'all, when y'all were talking about how it's hard to be young and to choose God, you know, because of all the peer pressure and social pressures and that kind of thing. And I was just thinking about how in Revelations, it talks about how, you know, when the end of the world comes, it's going to be hard. You know, the devil's going to be trying to recruit his army and that the people who follow Jesus, it's going to be rough. It's going to be tough for us to continue to to say we believe and to fight against all of the evil and the ugliness in the world. So I think, um, you know, that's, again, it's just practicing every day, every day to choose mm-hmm. God. 100%. Totally. I agree with everything that has been said today. It was all amazing. And I'm so glad we finally got her on the podcast. I know. I feel like we've been saying forever, like, okay, we next have. one's with mom. Oh, just kidding. Mom couldn't. Or I said we my, couldn't. Yeah, I said yeah. my mom will be on one, too. She hasn't. We haven't made it to that either. But, you yeah. know, but. we finally did it. I'm sorry if you all ha- hear a bunch of dogs barking in the background. Our dogs are not happy that they're being put up for the time. <laughs> this short little 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> they're spoiled. Well, I'm so glad I got to be on here. I'm I'm so proud of you girls. And all that y'all are doing to help spread the, the word of God and to see that y'all choose God every day. Y'all Thank, make you. Me, Thank you. You make me so proud because I know that it's hard in college. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Thankfully, that part of my life is, is no more. <laughs> <laughs> I have different stresses now, but yes. but I love you girls and I'm proud of y'all. We love you too. Love you. And I also just want to say, they didn't like take over this podcast. I just been through so much this weekend. My brain is not working right now. But, so. Pray for Lorelai's brain to get lots of rest um, tonight. Please. <laughs> She's going through it. But, we love y'all. I'm so glad we were able to talk. And we'll see. Yes. This is going out Wednesday. So, we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Yes. I'm not sure what the word is, but, you know, we'll we don't always... know. Maybe we'll have a visitor. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> All right. But, bye, guys. We love y'all. Bye.